Hi. Hello. <laughs> so, I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanin. In medicine. Woo So, today's episode, um, we're going to talk to some guests. I'm really excited. We have some guests that are men, guys. So, reason for the gentleman to stay attuned. Um, so, if we're going to start with our elders elevation. So, Flo, go ahead and give that. Okay, so the Elder's Elevation this week is a quote by President Barack Obama, and it is, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some, o- or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Cool. So, do you want to explain the new part? The new part. Of oh, okay. Yeah. So, yes, we, I'm just going to put this real fast. So, guys, we're working with two mics and four people, so just pray for us real fast. Um, But we have a new segment that we're thinking about incorporating every week, and we basically just want to give, like, an interview question to you guys because it's assumed that most of our listeners are heading to medical school, um, and so if you're not in the process yet and just want to get ready um, for, like, interview season or if you're already in that session and, I don't know, you're prepping for residency interviews or whatever the case may be, um, we're just going to give some possible interview questions uh, every week um, just for you to think about. So this week is one that Flo and I both looked stupid on when we were asked. Hella stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what to say, and it showed in my answer. But um, name a time when you weren't dependable. So, yeah, think about that for the week and just chew on it. And then if you want to send us an email with, responses or feedback yeah great yes and that segues to why we're doing this segment because we don't have any mahoney messages so (laughs) we had to incorporate something else so if you want to email us on a time when you weren't dependable and maybe we can share a possible good answer you know one of those that like flips it to still make you sound like a good physician so yeah just give us that um but with that being said we have no mahoney messages so we're gonna fly through that um, and we're going to go straight to our stepping stones. So you want to introduce yeah, our guests? Yeah, let's introduce our guests. So gentlemen, go ahead and introduce yourselves. What's up, everybody? My name is Will. What's up, everyone? My name is Curtis. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so our idea behind having these two men on here, since their introductions were so short, was um, they're both corporate. They are two engineers. Um, I think two different types, right? Yeah. So yes. go ahead and tell them what you guys do. Uh, this is Will, and I'm an audio engineer. Okay. This is Curtis. I do electrical engineering. Okay. Right, that we see good. you guys. We they, see you. They wasn't here to play games, y'all. It's not, no not simple. No so with that being said, really, we just want to... <laughs> we just want to open up our listening uh, audience and really just appeal to, you know, plenty of different people. But um, along with the idea that, you know, you're going into medicine, you're going into a professional setting, you are going to have to experience different groups of people. Um, and you're also going to have to kind of get used to like the same kind of struggles in different corporate fields. So I think it's a good idea for, or we thought it was a good idea um, for us to just get other people's perspective. But also we wanted to get the male perspective on women going into medicine. And so I figured, you know, it'd be a good perspective if it was someone from another corporate field. Another, yeah, exactly. Because we just talk about our experiences and I think it's good to hear about other people's opinions and thoughts. Right, right. Well-rounded and things like that. So, okay. Um, So our first kind of stepping stone is the male perspective on women in medicine so gentlemen um do you know women in medicine or aspiring to be doctors specifically yes i do yes i do um i would say first off i have a cousin who's in med school at the moment Mm -hmm. um i have many friends uh, who have either finished or in currently and i have a just random but i also have an ex that was Nice. Is, is in med school, but she got her PhD. She did uh, MD PhD. Yikes! Oh had wow, time. she's. Yeah. This so was got, like I'll be here to stay. So I, have, <laughs> so I have I have ammo for all this. Okay, so. nice. okay. Um, like you said, he has his cousin. That my that cousin is my little sister. Aww. <laughs> she's in medical school right now. I've got a couple buddies who's in medical school, but most of my facts or 
whatever I say, probably gonna come from my sister. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I said, she's in middle school school down in the school of um, Minneapolis. Oh, oh nice. Okay. I like you know full ride. Shout out to her, Elizabeth. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sure. Shout, shout out. out. Hey, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> full ride there and everything. <laughs> oh, what she do? I know. We need her advice. Yeah, if you wanna have her on our show? She's welcome anytime. She'll be here on Saturday. Oh well, we'll be here on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. In town on Saturday. Well, Great. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely make time for her. You leave on Sunday, but I'll meet with her. Okay. No, we'll <laughs> Elizabeth, you, if you listen to this episode, this is why you're going to be on our show. <laughs> so, um, so, with that being said, um, I, I don't think we really mentioned, but I think it does. You should be mentioned. These are two black men. So, um, uh, you're Nigerian. Yeah, you're Nigerian as well because yeah. y'all are related. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So that was really important to us also because as you know, like it's a minority podcast. We're focused on uh encouraging issues. Yeah, yeah, more in minorities to go into these fields. So that is important that we are meeting with, you know, black men that are encouraging other people, black women black women and men, um, to go into the same field. So Yeah, we all gotta support each other. So <sighs> Yes, just encouragement. So do you view women in medicine different than you would a man in medicine? Because it sounds like you were kind of hinting that like you had friends that were in medicine that were men. So do you feel like their struggles are different? Do you feel like you view them differently or anything like that? You want to answer first? Um, I feel like their struggles are a little bit different. Just as, you know, now in society, um, someone will probably think a man does it does it better I have better uh understanding of them they were like oh, a woman doctor shouldn't she just be a nurse or something mm, yeah I yeah. guess that's what people will probably think yeah. I don't think that but mm-hmm. I feel like general population will probably think like oh, I'd rather have a guy doctor he probably knows what he's doing he probably has more experience possibly possibly yeah, yeah it's possible <laughs> um I would say that they are well, to answer your question, yes, I do view it. Okay. And I feel that because there's, like, the, their experiences are, like, much different than their male counterparts. So, for example, um, the amount of black women that are there, like, compared to, like, a white man is, like, it's, like, way off, mm-hmm. you know? And then you have to deal with certain experiences. For example... Um, so like I said earlier, like I had an ex who was in medical school, medical school and we're cool. Like we're like really good friends, but, um, there's certain things that women have to deal with. For example, uh, like pregnancy, you know, if you're a male in med school and have to worry about being pregnant you just have to worry focus on your studies but if you are a female and you get pregnant uh just all around just out even outside of med school just being pregnant and working period is extremely hard shout out beyonce but just beyonce okay yeah no, i'm sorry i'm just, just saying oh like, she's the only one that's been pregnant and working guys yeah, she's, right, she's right she's right she's right i just pop it in because it just got in my mind like she was pregnant and dancing and doing all that now that, that, that is true that's true that's true, that's yes. true. we'll give you that yeah. I can't remember I, she was pregnant. Nobody knew. <laughs> nobody knew. Like yeah, two nobody days knew. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's extremely it's hard and it's difficult and especially when there's not a lot of people there that like look like you mm. and can represent. So um, yeah. So would you say that makes you respect them more because you see that like they have a harder most time or anything? Definitely, like that? most definitely. And then even outside of like when you finish and it gets to like, um, like pay, you know, like mm-hmm. undercut on the pay, like you have to negotiate the pay, and that's things that are you know that are really important. So yeah, that's real. Well, with that being said, do you guys feel like women aspiring to be doctors have to carry themselves a little bit differently? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think generally black women and black men, minorities in general, mm-hmm. have to carry themselves dif- differently in the workplace. You 
there's always a label. They white people are ready to put a label on you. They're ready to put you as the angry black person, mm-hmm. or, or the one who has the fro all the time, who right. has the nappy hair all the time that comes to work, or the one who's dressed taggered all mm-hmm. the time. So I feel like we gotta work twice as hard just to not be labeled at work. Yeah, yeah. And just for black women, I don't know. You you can probably come to class, come to lab or whatever, come in a fro. Yeah, white people probably look at you different. Like, yeah, try to touch yeah, your hair. Yeah, try to touch your hair. Yeah. Like, even my hair. Even back in when I was in high school, people thought my hair felt like carpet. And they were amazed. Carpet? Yes, wow. they said it. Like, yeah, your hair feels like carpet. Yikes. Yeah, you all heard that right, carpet. I'm so yeah. sorry. They even, asked, <laughs> they even asked if water bounces off my hair. No. Great. I'm so sorry. Oh. You had to experience that. Okay. But yeah, no. That is I just, so frustrating. I generally think black women and males and minorities all just have it double we have double um as hard it just it just adds, it's just harder for us sure it's because you know we get that label yeah so and, in your opinion do you feel like black women who are aspiring to be doctors carry themselves different so like do you see them act in a way that you wouldn't usually see other women act um you can see them. I have a friend who's um, she's a black black woman in med school. You can one of the examples she was talking about social media. She was like, "Yeah, man, mm-hmm, she does the modeling mm-hmm. thing on the side too." She she had like a nice body issue that she wanted to post. She was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I can't really do that," you know. Yeah. I don't really know if med school really digs deep into your social media. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they they do. They do. They okay. do. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know if they really do, but you know. Um, but yeah, she was like, yeah, I can't really post that. I can't do that stuff. Um, I feel like to get acknowledgement from your peers also, I mean, just like in any STEM course, when you have a woman in there, she has to work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like most likely if we in a group project, it's only going to be one woman and now you are one black woman right. inside mm-hmm. the, inside that group. So now mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, I got to. No, 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 now, now you feel like you gotta prove yourself. Like, okay, exactly. I want to take a lead role into this. I don't want you. I don't want you just giving me the, hey, you be, you do the secretary part. You, you take yeah. the notes. You yeah. take the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I do the stuff, and you take the notes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I, th- I think. They had to work twice as hard. Yeah. So do you think that's like a positive thing, or do you think? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a positive thing because I mean they get used to working hard. I mean, for the medical student, you're gonna be working hard as heck (laughs) hard hard all the time i think it's good and i think it shows like you know there are other uh peers that's out there that they work with for their group that you know they can um that they they have the leadership quality they can work hard they just don't have to do the grunt work of just note taking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cool cool yeah um so have you oh i'm sorry did you have something yeah i just wanted to add to that like i feel that Sometimes it's like a double, like a dual-edged sword, you know, like, because, like, I know black women that are in med school, and they've told me that they felt like the people they were with feel like they were given this opportunity only because they were a black woman mm-hmm. having to fill a quota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like, um, on one hand, it's, it's like, okay, I'm here, this is how I feel. I, I feel like I'm here, but they have to like really show out. So like to add on to work twice as hard because it's like they, I feel like they have to prove like I deserve to be here, mm-hmm. you know, when it's like, for me, I feel like, okay, you're here, you know, you're good. But it's like, no, like I have to show them like I deserve to be here and I'm the best, which is cool. That's cool. fine. But yeah, I just want to add to that. Yeah, that's, that's a good right. point. Yeah. That's a great point. That is an awesome point. Yeah. Yeah. So the I have you guys ever been intimidated by a woman's career choice? And if not, like, y'all. is there a career choice that you would be intimidated by? Um <laughs> I haven't been intimidated by a woman's career choice, but you know, just as a male, we would like to be the main breadwinner. <laughs> sure. So I guess if a woman is a doctor be a little intimidating because <laughs> you obviously probably make twice as much as as I am. But if you want to be the main breadwinner, shouldn't you? And you 
I have feelings for her. Shouldn't you aspire to be like get to her level if you still want to be the main breadwinner? I mean, there's only so high a level. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only so high I can. It, it, it maxes out like it maxes, it maxes out. out like one twenty, and then you you you're done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So in a like, partnership, in you a do the best you can. Yeah, you do the best you can. But you know, just as I mean, I'm probably not the only one that feels like this. Is really yeah, I know. It's probably tough, you know, mm-hmm. as a, the woman as the main breadwinner. But I mean, over time, you will adapt to it. And right. you Get used to it. Would you be willing to adapt to it? I'd be willing to become a house husband. You know, we heard oh, about. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. <laughs> I have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, uh, <laughs> I, see, I am not going to be a household. Okay, let's hear yours. Yeah, let's hear yours. I feel, you know, unfortunately, that was just like one of the main reasons why the relationship I had, like, with my ex, had to end because. Um, <laughs> just a quick story. So we're entering. She was entering her third year. Notice how I said we. She was entering the third it's year, a, right? No, it's a support it's, thing. I love that. You I'm have glad to you support. Said we, yes. That's the scariest part. Yeah. Sorry. We, yes. We're, so, um, oh, okay. um, the school, like, before you start third year, they have these little events where couples come in and they all talk about, okay, this is how third year and how we survived third year and yada, yada, yada. So I'm sitting there and, you know, I see all the, you know, med students or the doctors before come up there and there you know there are a lot of women that are there not black women there are a lot of women that are there and just for me it just felt so depressing because I wanted to see like the guy who was like oh like I'm doing what I want to do you know but it seemed like every like man that was up there had to sacrifice mm-hmm. and that gave me a better perspective on how it is reverse like mm-hmm. when you know a man is in med school mm-hmm. and it just really stressed me out so because you know we had discussions on okay so if you know when we do decide to move um you know if we have kids like who's gonna watch the kid you know and i would, and I would say well you know, I want to work and you want to work. We can't have a baby just rolling around the house by itself. It's like, oh, my parents, you know? And then even on just location, it's like, um, well, you go on like rota- uh, rotations and things like that. And um, where, you know, it could end up when the big match comes, you don't know where mm-hmm. you're going to end up. For mm-hmm. like residency. Yeah, yeah, residency. So it's like, you know, I'm doing this and you're going over there. You're going to do, you know, be long distance. And, it got to the point where, like, we had to split because, you know, she, I, I couldn't, like, hinder her. Because we were, we were dating for, like, two years, but she was in school for way longer. I mm-hmm. didn't want to impact her decision, mm-hmm. you know, because she wanted to go into surgery. But she knew kind of, like, how the toll that would take, mm-hmm. you know. And I didn't want to really, like affect that right but i also wanted to do because i'm an audio engineer but i'm also going back in school for computer science as well Mm -hmm. so it's like if i'm here and you're there so i did not want to be like a house husband at all cool i could have easily just took (laughs) 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 but yeah just that whole ordeal gave like a huge perspective and it was just like changed like i was like, I totally, like, understand how women feel on the other side, where it's like, oh, my boyfriend's in medical school. I'm just going to, you know. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put my life on hold. Yeah. You know? So then with that, because I was going to ask this question, but I, w- yeah. I wasn't sure if this was, like, off topic. But mm-hmm. do you feel like when guys say, I don't want to hinder you from, like, where you're headed or, like, you know, I don't want to distract you. Mm-hmm. Is that genuine or is that just a cop out? Because I feel like it's just a cop out, but that's just me. Um, it, I mean, I could see how it could be a cop out, um, but I feel like sometimes love is blinding, you know? Most of the time, yeah. 90%. And I feel like (laughs) if you love some, like, like I said, our breakup was 
like really good. Like we're, we're still really good friends, you know. That's good. And I was talking to her the other day, and, and she was like, "Yeah, though, so I'm thinking about going into surgery. I'm gonna do it." I was like, "Yeah, I knew you were gonna do it because you know, that's always what you wanted to do." So I feel that, um, in that particular case, like we just had enough love for each other that I feel like, yeah, you know, you can go ahead and you have now. You're free, you know. Right. Free, you know, yeah. So. I yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I've never thought about it the other way around. I always no, just yeah. think about it, well, from our perspective, like, a guy, like, not wanting want, to not put himself put, on hold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. So. Yeah, that is good to know. Cool. Well, Curtis over here, house husband. He was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll put everything on hold. I can just stop working. <laughs> no, that's good, though. Thank you for that. Thanks yeah. for sharing. No problem. Um, so then our next stepping stone. How much time do we have? Our next stepping stone is black men in corporate America, which is y'all. So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, what are stereotypes or struggles that you've kind of had to overcome within your time? Because I don't know, how how fresh are you guys out of college? How long have you been out of college? Well, I mean, I'm back in school now, but before that... um, Curtis is ready. Oh, I just... Um... I know I've been out of school for about two and a half years, and I can speak, um, like I said earlier in the podcast, um, it's a labeling thing. It's just, it's what your white peers see on TV. Mm-hmm. It's what they see on TV, but they see how we loud, how yeah. we can be ignorant, um, we can be hot-headed, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. how do you overcome those? You try, man, how I, how I overcome them is... You smile at everything. You laugh yeah. at all they dumb jokes. Oh, <laughs> right. They, they but do you talk. almost feel like you're being fake, though? I, I, I know I'm being fake. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm being fake, but you, you can't. You can't I mean, do anything about can't it. You can't do anything about it. They, I mean, my, my supervisor's white. My management's white. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a circle. It's it just, just a circle. So you got to, you know, you, you fake smile at people. You fake laugh at these dumb jokes that they 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 say mm-hmm. and um sometimes um sometimes they rude i remember one time um always having a conversation with this with, with one of my co-workers and this old white guy always interrupts mm-hmm. always interrupts a conversation just steps right in front of me all the time and it's just you hold back like all right never mind you know Don't oh be no that's good yeah. you're you're yeah. yeah that's nice of you but yeah, you should definitely yeah, definitely say something but you know you don't want to be like what is him you saying that to right him, he starts spreading it. and he's an older like white older man right male yeah. yeah so you you don't know if he's stuck in his ways he's like 70 you don't know if he's stuck in his ways or what right but yeah i mean i just i just feel like we have to draw back of us us being us um do you think this stops some educated black men from taking that next step and becoming like to the level you guys are like they could be at your same level but they don't want to reserve themselves or hold this back so it stops them or hinders their success um i don't think so just because money talks hello Mm. when you're in in a stem field you know you know your paycheck paycheck is going to be well and you know sometimes people just I think black men would just make sacrifices for a nice, nice, good, nice, nice paycheck. Absolutely, that's what I think. It's like, you know what? If I have to shave this fro, if I have to like now, bite your tongue or something, bite like my that. tongue a couple of times, fake smile at these people. It is what it is. Yeah. You know? Yikes. I know it sucks. I was like, sounds like working in jail. Like yeah, you just can't. I mean, I mean, you're in the sunken it, place it sucks, forever. Unless you in <laughs> like a black owned company, I feel like majority of the time you're higher-ups, your supervisors, your management, your co-workers all going to be white. Mm-hmm. Do they call you Kurt? No, 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 oh. no. I just feel like, you know, my name is Kiatana, and they shortened my name with a quickness. It's well, like, quickness, no. those other letters didn't even exist. But Kurt's going to be a white and, like, black True. Name, so, it's, so it's like, eh, that's yeah, why. Yeah, very true. I would say, uh, le- you know, lucky for me, I work for a black-owned business, and it's not really, like, a traditional corporate. Pub that. You know, so, um, I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and uh, myself. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like talking with clients and things. Like you, you're, you know, you're professional, 
but you know, like, I mean, now I am, like I said earlier, I am in school for computer science. I have a year left, but I also like want to go like an entrepreneur route and not really like a corporate route. But I could imagine like if I was in the like regular corporate that you're, you know, there's definitely obstacles that I would, I would probably have to face. And that's like a reason why I want to go an entrepreneur route. But where I'm at right now, um, you know, I'm just fine. You know, black owned business, you are straight. You know, so. so did you guys have like a smooth transition from college to the career choices you guys are in right now? Uh, I'll start with this one. Uh, I would say, I would say, I again, I was lucky. Yes, I did. Uh, I got out of school and I was just looking in the paper and I just seen an ad for this new studio that was opening up. Of That's course, like classic. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? You were yeah. reading a paper? Yeah. You, yeah. We like, have the newspaper. newspaper. Yeah, just newspaper. Like, yikes. Yeah. Not even Google. Nope. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You want so the truth? Lucky. There it is. But yeah, it was funny because he calls me the ten thousand dollar man because he said he put like ten thousand dollars for the ad and like no one showed up except for me. Oh, because nobody's reading the newspaper, friend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. That was for you. Yeah. So it was a pretty good transition, and overall, yeah, I liked it. I'm just popped right on out there. <laughs> Um, I like to uh, agree with Will. Uh, mine was an easy transition. I interned with the company that summer before my um, last senior year. Uh, so I was offered the job before my senior year happened. So smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Already, already signed the papers. So yeah, my last two semesters were pretty easy. <laughs> you um, just had to show up. I just had to show up and, you know, get some passing grades. But yeah, it was smooth sailing from there. And then I took a month off, um, went to Vegas with this. Perfect. Okay. Right because here. why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> for a month and, well, not for a month, but within in that month, I yeah. went to Vegas. And then I started work. It was a, it was smooth transaction, smooth just because I did the in, I done three internships with that company. Oh, oh yeah, then you so knew you were working there. The ins and out already. I knew kind of what I was gonna be doing. So yeah. Yeah. See, that's one of the things we talked about on one of our episodes, where like most career fields have like internships or like things like that. Before, mm-hmm. I think it was the one where you were saying you were like nervous about graduating. Yeah, because a lot of the times for med school, it's not guaranteed. So most of the time, yeah, most of the time it's not guaranteed. So you, we don't really have that smooth transition. Yeah, like you, even if you have a med school that you feel like you have an in, and you still have to get like a certain MCAT score, like a GPA, and. You have to know if the you right don't get people, that MCAT, yeah. you got to have a plan. <laughs> and that's why I feel like, you know, the medical profession, like, they get paid so much because not only is it difficult, but it's, like, a lot of, like, life that you have to, like, kind of, like, sacrifice for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah, we had a whole episode on sacrifices yeah, that we've true. had to make. So do you yeah. guys feel like you've had to make any sacrifices? Now that we're on that topic. Wow, that's actually really depressing that they didn't just say yes. I, mean, <laughs> I know, because we, we, we had a whole hour on sacrifices that we made. We could easily come up with five. <laughs> At <laughs> least. <laughs> Y'all, they're really stuck no, right now. <laughs> come up with something, please. Um, <laughs> I guess you sacrifice sleep. That, um, stop. I'd like to get eight hours, but I'm stuck at six. <laughs> it's just that it just that uh, it might just be that me and we'll have good time management skills. Possibly, we might just have wonderful, excellent time management skills. It's possible. That we did not stress, but um, yeah. Uh, from studying, so I played ball and I pledged also down in college, and then I felt like I could I I could do it all. I mean, mm-hmm. I, the semester I pledged, the semester. As I was pledging and playing, and it was preseason, and I had my engineering courses. It was one of my highest semesters, GPA wise. So praise all, God. Yeah, that was kind of surprise too. <laughs> right. All just time I had like a strict schedule. Right. Like, okay, I got condition here, and I got to go to class here. I got to go to um, training now. Then I got to go to tutoring now. Now I go to set now. So mm-hmm. 
had a nice strict schedule. Right. So I think it's all really time management. I can't really talk for med school students. I don't know how much. No, we sacrificed plenty of things. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Family yeah, and I mean, friends, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Social yeah. life. But I mean, you still, you, you still sac- I feel like they're all STEM degrees. You still you you you, you sacrifice a lot of sleep, you sacrifice time. But I mean, I feel like there's a way around it. Balance. There's mm-hmm. a yeah. Way balance. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Definitely. Just to add on to the sacrifice, like with the med students. Yeah, I know firsthand that it's a lot of sacrifice, especially with time, because you know, going back to the relationship thing. Um, like another quick story. I just remember. Uh, we were living together at the time, and she had came back, and, like, we were, like, watching TV or something. It was only, like, 30 minutes, and, like, she was already, like, kind of, like, passed out already, like, sleep. And, like, I was mad because she was mm. asleep because I hadn't really seen her all day, mm. you know. So I, like, brought it up the next day. Mm-hmm. And that's when, like, she explained to me. And I had to, like, really get a hold of, like, so much stuff that was happening. So it was, like, just that little 30-minute window was, like, so much for her to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Because she already had so much in, like, labs and things like that. So I feel, like, comparing that to, like, other... Career fields? Yeah. Like, the sacrifice, like, levels, like, way, way... Mm-hmm. because there's yeah. a lot more to do yeah there's mm-hmm. a lot more to do and i also feel that with especially with black women like for us i would say it was definitely easier because at the end of the day like if we really need help or anything like we kind of have like we can look for like mentors or anything like mm-hmm. you know like I, yeah i looked in the paper and i found a job but i did internships and i like no connections and things like that so i feel like with black women know it's for them to search for mentors or other black women who are you know gynecologists or other professions that they're interested in you Mm -hmm. know just to see how it is and how it works from that point of view is much harder to do Mm -hmm. hmm and i feel like that would help with a lot of the balance is like is seeing someone else who Mm -hmm. has had to balance these things yes that would make a big difference so that's also why we had our mentoring episode so Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to that episode and you're going out of order Listen to episode seven. (laughs) So how do you think, um, from our point of view, how do you express the sacrifices that you have to make to, like, loved ones, um, family members, friends, so that they understand, so they don't get mad about certain situations like that? Well, I would say I got mad. It's hard. It's really hard to deal with. Um, We're going to be single for life if people listen to this episode. (laughs) Like, I told my cousin, because... First year still? Who? Elizabeth? Yeah. No, she's second year. She's second year? Yeah. I told her, live it up. Because at the back end, it's going to get rough. I'm sorry. It's just. Live it up. What What? What do you mean by live, live it up? up? Like, like, just party? Or. No, like, okay. It's like, you know, in, I, it gets. it gets. I feel just from my perspective. Enjoy your free time. Your okay, guys. okay. It's going to get rough. Because I'm not even in med school and I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's going to get rough. So I feel that it takes a certain level of understanding that, you know, oh, like can't do this even though i said i was gonna do this Mm -hmm. i can't do that or i can't you know i have to cancel this or i have to you know it's hard but you know you just have to look at the bigger picture and knowing like what they're sacrificing for and specific goals that they set out you know because it's it's a goal that you know you you set early and they work so like i said earlier like it's part of your life like it's life for real for real and you know you just have to respect it right yeah nice thanks you have anything to add (laughs) (laughs) honestly i feel like i'm at the point where it's like scary to try to date in medical school like i just don't think it'll be a feasible option to like try to get to know people on a new level in medical school because it's like you're so busy yeah and i've heard that you know med students shouldn't date other med students they should oh well no no not doing that never. but i'm saying just like in general the general population yeah, general yeah. Population. yeah I, I think yeah it would you would it takes a certain type of person to understand so like my mom's an icu nurse um and she told me that 
that my ex should just wait until after she's like settled and got the you know, ready, but see ready that's do you know how long that is yeah, that's so a saying, long it's time. a long time and so it's like it's life like it's stressful yikes cool but hang in there ladies because the right one will work with you <laughs> and that is all <laughs> it's okay don't worry about it He's saying, don't worry about these little boys. That's the right thing. Just date older. Y'all just date a lot older. No, I'm kidding. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. But, um, okay. So back to the questions. Do you, um, did we already ask you guys, do you code switch? We did. Code switch. We talked about code switching. Yeah, kind of. Like, interspersed. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you experienced people looking at you different because of your career choice? So, like friends co-workers like do they look at you a different type of way do they take you more serious anything like that i would say with me um of course of course because i'm an audio engineer but it's not like all right we're nigerian so it's like respect yeah <laughs> it's like you gotta be a doctor engineer Yikes. Lawyer, <laughs> lawyer, i didn't lawyer, want to put a stigma you know. on it but they don't play when they come to this country <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> there's no games <laughs> you want to major like, in art <laughs> okay exactly. yeah and they'll be petty like oh i like your drawings like no <laughs> <laughs> your drawings, <laughs> your drawings. <laughs> but um yeah but yeah so like he's an electrical engineer and i'm an audio engineer so like on that rank i'm much lower but i mean it comes with like i'm happy with what i'm doing you know and so it's just gonna i feel like yeah i kind of do but if i really care i i don't care are you saying certain people don't accept you for what your career choice even still yikes yeah (laughs) (laughs) engineering the name you know it's it's a little rough but you know i i always felt like i wanted to do what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. in my life you know so, like I said, I'm in computer science now. Well, it's something I wanted to do, you know. And at first, like, my mom wanted me to be, like, a doctor. Because my dad, he he was a pharmacist. So, my mom was a nurse. So, they want me to go to medical field, medical field. And, you know, that's cool and everything. But, you know, I've worked a lot of, like, when I was younger, like a teen, like I worked a lot of trash jobs and I figured out quick that if I don't like what I'm doing, I'm not going to last here long. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have, it would have been a waste of money and time to go into something that I knew I wasn't going to like because I just would have ended up screwing myself over. So yeah, I mean, in the long run, I'm happy with all the decisions that I've made and I just learned to not really, you know, care how people feel about what profession I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess mine's a little bit different just because I made a lot of friends. Um, well, my close friends were in college, and my school was an engineering school. Okay, oh, okay, so that does knew, make a difference. Yeah, so they kind of knew what was up. Kind of mostly people in my school all went the engineering route mm-hmm. or something close to it. Um, so yeah, I say uh, I've been accepted. Um, just like Will pointed out, um, in our culture, <laughs> you're either an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer or something up there, president. So, <laughs> nothing less. Nothing less. <laughs> nothing less. So, I mean, you know, our, our family accept us in our career paths. <laughs> that's, that's the, you know, first and most important thing. <laughs> and then, but yeah, you know, um. Like I said, uh, I went to the engineering school, so that's kind of a little different. Um, people all kind of went the engineering route. So, mm-hmm. what about like after you graduated college? Like, have you met people and you mention your career, and then all of a sudden, like they start treating you differently? Um, the biggest thing is people saying, "Oh, you got money." Wow, that's <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the only thing what people would be saying when they hear like, "Oh, you do engineering." I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, it pays, but stressful. I know there's way more of the job that pays more than engineering. Mm-hmm. It's less stressful. Com- com- side pays more than engineering, chemical, uh, um, doctors. Sure. There's a, <laughs> there's a trade-off, though. It's always, it's you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But no, but no, the people I've met um, have been cool, though. 
they all people I've met have all other been um, young black professionals. They all have their own careers, so they all been accept um, accepted mm-hmm. what I do and accepted what they do. Have you learned that you had to kind of change your circle or like your playing field or your playground, so to speak? But I mean, if you went to school around mostly engineers, um, I feel like I fit into a lot of different circles. I have many group of friends that are different type of circles. Mm-hmm. You have the athlete friends, you have the fitness people, you have the people who party, the people who just want to chill and hang out at a bar, if you're intellectual, intellectual ones. So, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of different groups mm-hmm. um, I can dip and dab into. Mm-hmm. That's good. Anything for you? Did you? Um, as far as <laughs> Friends? No, I mean, I'm pretty, I feel like just for the position I am, I'm really pretty much open to anybody, so. That's good, yeah, because we hadn't, I guess we talked about in one of our episodes, we felt like we have certain friends or groups, and we've had, I've had to cut certain people out just because they don't understand, like, my life or, like, my schedule, and. I feel like more so, okay, so I do feel like the dating circle changes. I feel like it definitely just makes a difference on, like, where you're at and, like. Yeah, what you're looking for. <laughs> Sorry, that I mean, I think that was my intention on writing that question, but that's kind of the thing that I've noticed the most changes. So, have you guys noticed that? Uh, no. Cool. No, I would say pass this, the mic. I would say I'm just this, like, shit. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> if there, if, if there's one thing that you know, like maybe a, a little bit benefits, just a little bit that mm-hmm. I feel like. If you like drop the like, I'm in med school, tag line. Oh you no! Get the, like, no sir. Wait, what are you about to say? Like, yeah. If you have like, I'm in med school. Like for, I feel with, um, other majors or other like professions, like it's like, oh, I'm in computer science uh-huh. or I'm an electrical engineer. But I feel like with med school, like oh, I'm in med school right now. Just might be me. I don't know, but I feel like kind of already have the doctor tag like people who yeah. don't know how oh, it yeah. is mm-hmm. you know so if anything you know I mean that's a benefit so is it a benefit is that what you're saying yeah. it's like a good thing it's a good thing oh cause it sounded like you were gonna say like don't tell people that oh no. Oh, okay. Well, we've had talks about this and we feel like this just lowers our dating pool completely like a lot a lot what do you guys think <laughs> I don't think so. What do you think? Um, I feel like as you grow in your profession, you also want a partner who is also somewhere. Not, they don't have to be as close as you. You don't have to make as much money, mm-hmm. but someone who's professionally. Mm-hmm. You want someone now, as the older we are getting, I'm 26. Will, I think, is 28. How old you guys are? Younger than that. Yeah. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday is we next know, week, but we know whatever. Women mature, more, mature faster than men. So Wait, say that one more time because we keep <laughs> and getting say it slower. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So you guys are probably as old as us. Older. Older. Basically, but um, but yeah, the, the the older you get, the more you now you're thinking about okay, now I'm dating to settle down. Now I'm dating to raise a family. And now you're thinking about your spouse. Like, okay, what does she bring to the table also? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now you just close the circle of who you're trying to date now. Like, okay, I'm not going to be dating the same kind of women I was dating in college or in high school. You know, I'm trying to look for a different type of breed. Right, right, right. Someone who can bring, you know, something to the table also who uh, won't be afraid to around my family <laughs> <laughs> someone respectable someone respectable right basically so i think like this field especially has kind of pushed us to the point where we're looking for those things earlier than most of the people we're dating yeah and that's kind of a blockage that we've gotten because it's like we're dating for seriousness you're dating for you know like someone who's going to support you in medical school someone mm-hmm. who's going to talk to you while you're stressing about step or stre- stressing about like tests and things like that and like it's just not here. It's not existing. Yeah, we just but, feel like we're not getting the same reciprocation. Yeah, so I think that's really what we've experienced so far in the past. And that means, I mean, we had to go through, like, a post-bac program. And even then you want some support during that and, like, leaving 
not society. I think I said the same thing during the postback episode, but <laughs> not leaving civilization, but basically leaving everything you're comfortable with and like having that relationship or that companionship that's like, even if I'm, you know, long distance, even if I'm stressed and studying, if, even if we don't talk for two days, you're still, you know, supporting me, but like, it don't exist right now for us, but it's cool. It's loading. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, just to go back, like, on the life thing I was talking about, it's hard because, especially, you know, if you're a woman, because you're sacrificing so much time and all of these things for school, let's say you're getting a PhD or MD, you know, other people are out there and they're getting married and they're having kids and you're still in school. We talked about this last week. We talked about last week. I'm covering all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, the good ones go with you way too long. And it's like, that's why, it's, that's why you get paid the big bucks. What is it? A weighted blanket. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I'm joking, ladies. You deserve more than that. <laughs> it, it's just hard because, like I said, you know, there's so much life going by, and people are out there living their life. Mm-hmm. And your goal that you had set out when you were like, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a doctor, or right? I'm be this." Now it's coming. So I was like looking at you right in the face like Mm -hmm. okay now you want to be a doctor now Mm -hmm. and that's also like part of the interview process that's also why they have so much rigorous like steps to get to medical school because they want to make sure like you sacrifice a lot are you sure this is what you want like at any point in this process you can turn around and you can stop but we want to make sure once you get the ball rolling once you're in medical school you're gonna finish and I mean I, I definitely wouldn't want it to sound like we're saying you can't date while you're in medical school mm-hmm. or you can't pursue a serious relationship while you're in medical school it just puts more pressure on you to have a partner who understands it puts more pressure on you to communicate to your partner Definitely. what is going on you know it, it makes that emphasis that that's your responsibility and that's anybody's you know in a relationship you have mm-hmm. responsibilities but that's your responsibility as a medical student to understand that even if this is foreign to them you're supposed to communicate that to them so that's like i guess an added pressure to being a medical student say that and then for any guys out there that have a significant other that's in med school you know you definitely would have to understand your partner and you know understand their needs and that you know i mean i hate to say it but you're gonna be number two sometimes like you know but that should be there's not all they can just be medicine where your partner is number two like you have to be passionate about your career, your goals, yourself, in any situation. But see, and so. I feel like there's a difference, too, because I feel like if there's a man in the, like a doctor, a male doctor, and he puts his wife as number two, it's socially acceptable. But for us, exactly. if we put mm-hmm. our partners as number two, it's like, yeah. you're wrong. Like You're not being a good you're woman. Not, yeah, you're not being a good partner. Or wife or yeah. partner, yeah. Exactly. And that's why I was saying, like, you know, you just have to settle. Like, you're going to be number two. It's not bad. <laughs> you're going to be it's number two. It's not that two. bad, dude grand scheme of things but you know just understand your partner and mm-hmm. be there to support them mm-hmm. so when you think if you're like dating someone and it's getting serious when's a good time to be like these are my goals like you're going to be number two sometimes <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the second first day, <laughs> first day. <laughs> check <Yeah>. me <laughs> uh, well i feel that for a lot of people unless they do like if they don't listen to this podcast like they're not going to see it coming like mm-hmm. someone just comes like, oh, I'm in med school. It's like, oh, okay. But they're not going to really understand what exactly that means until they get into it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel the other way around for a man to say it, that it's socially like more acceptable because, you know, misogyny and all that other stuff. Mm. So it's like, oh, I can just... Sit in place. I'm just automatically number two. Well, no, but when it, yeah. I also <laughs> think like I feel like it's a um. It says something if your partner. Oh shucks, I lost it. Tag on it. Okay, we'll circle back. Tag on it. That was a good one. Okay. <laughs> um, but I do think about like when you say it's for you know the partner that's listening. I just imagine a little guy listening to this podcast to better learn how to treat his woman. And to him sitting on his couch trying to sneak and listen to us, I say thank you. So <laughs> that's real sweet of you. 
But yeah, um, we don't have a hidden Jemison this week. I'm so sorry. We completely just like oh. missed that segment. We were trying to prep for our guests. So um, if you have any hidden Jemisons that you want us to send out, um, maybe we'll have two next week just to make up for our slacking because we are so sorry, but we definitely don't have one this week. Um, but yeah, go ahead and pub yourselves, guys. Just tell us um, where they can find you. Um. You can, this is Curtis. Curtis with the list. This is Curtis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kurt Bangs. C U R T B A N G Z. I do follow back. Lies. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say first that he is a liar. <laughs> Ooh, the cousin, guys. The cousin said he was a liar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can follow me as well on IG. It is at Will the Snack. <laughs> Will the Snack. Oh, my friends gave me that. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I do follow back. Let's praise God. <laughs> Respectable young man. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you guys like to add or anything like that? Uh, I just want to do a shout out to all the black women that are out there and that are in med school. Just keep hanging on you'll get through it you can do it um and that you're all role models and you're real models and uh, wish y'all the best of luck thank you um plug it out no no oh, okay. still plugged in <laughs> just i will agree with will just shout out you to better shout your sister out oh, yeah shout her out to you know Shout her out too. It's on her second year, but, but yeah, like like uh, Will said, shout out to all the um, black women who are working twice as hard oh. as their peers in this um, medical field. Medical field. Thanks, all minority women too, all y'all. It's hard, but we'll make it. We out here though. It's all good. I'm really just trying to think of that point that I was gonna bring up because I was really on that tip. But I'm annoyed. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, thank you guys so much for coming in uh, and talking to us. This was a really nice, fulfilling. I feel like we got a really good perspective um, on just some different things. Thank you for being so vulnerable um, about mm. your relationship history and things like that. So we really definitely appreciate that. Um, and yeah, guys, just yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you for so giving us your experiences and background. Letting me eat all your Reese's. That was cool. <laughs> it was real nice. So, uh, but that's it, guys. Uh, we'll, we will have this uploaded on time. We might skip Christmas. Um, so if this is after Christmas, happy holiday. But we will have this uploaded on time. And I know I say that every week. And I know I mess it up every week, y'all. But just stick with me. Because one week, I'm going to be on time. And y'all going to be shocked, okay? <laughs> I'm going to blow all you away. So um, with that... Happy holiday. Uh, Get safely lit. And we're out. Bye. Bye.